Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for checking out Toronto Today. We are joined by the federal NDP leader on the show on Thursday, September 22nd, Jugmeet Singh. A lot to say about a dental plan that he's helping the Liberals, and the Liberals are helping the NDP get put into existence, the first of its kind to make dental care more like health care. So we talked to him about that, the new Conservative Party of Canada leader, and the relationship between the NDP and Liberals. Some praise it, some criticize it. We'll ask him his thoughts on it almost seven months into things. That's now on Toronto Today. All right, time for a look in with a big political name about a year ago, federal election. Yeah, it was September 20th of 2000. And 21, and maybe not the best of results for the federal New Democrats. Maybe a lot of people left them uh, in, you know, maybe they were people's second choice, but not the first choice. They didn't gain seats. They didn't gain a big foothold in Ontario, but they've got some oomph and some influence now. Jugmeet Singh is the federal leader of the New Democrats, and he's kind enough to take time to join us now. We got a lot to get to. Thank you for your time. Let's go dental care plan first. Basically at the finish line now. Still some things you're going to add to it. But how do you look back on the last 12 months of trying to get the dental care plan, uh, Mr. Singh, where you need it to go? It's pretty phenomenal that we heard from people that this is important. We then listened to people and campaigned on it and tried to put it forward in Parliament a bit over a year ago. The Liberals and the Conservatives voted against it. And a year later... Legislation is tabled in the House. We are going to get the first phase done this year with the second phase to come, which will include seniors, people uh, 18 and under, as well as people living with disabilities. This is pretty major game changer for nearly 9 million Canadians that are going to get the ability to look after their teeth. So this is huge. We're honored. We know there's a lot more that needs to be done, but this is something significant for a lot of Canadians. How much isn't in this first stage that you hoped would be? Is it a case where you, you know, you, you got to walk before you can run? This is also groundbreaking. So this is exactly what we had envisioned. We knew that to bring in a national program of this scope and scale would be, would take a lot of work. So we were flexible with the first phase, which is going to be a checkout to families. And then uh, the second phase has to be that federal program. So yeah, this is what we envisioned. This is something that we're, we're proud of. And for us, this is a down payment on what eventually we want to see is a full roll in of dental care into our healthcare system. But this is going to cover those Canadians that don't have coverage right now as a starting point. And we're really proud of that. NDP leader Jugmeet Singh, our guest on Toronto Today with Greg Brady. So this goes part and parcel where if I go somewhere in the summer, I hear two things about the NDP and I could listen to two people talk about it and, and have a, you know, a responsible debate, which is what we're supposed to do with politics. Some will say, Come on, the NDP is just propping the liberal government up. And someone else will say, no, 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 they're holding them to account. They are making sure stuff gets done that needs to get done. The wrong stuff would get done and the right stuff wouldn't if they didn't do that. So we, you know, we've been at this about nine months since since that agreement was announced. You probably hear both sides of this. What's what's fair and what's not in terms of the the criticism? Well, I mean, the reality is, is that uh there is a minority government and an election could have been could be held at any point in time. So in that span of time, there's a lot of people that said, uh, you know, maybe trigger an election. There's a lot more that said, we don't want to see politicians fighting over how many seats you have when we're dealing with an inflation crisis. We're dealing with a war in Ukraine. We're dealing with uh, the tail end of the pandemic. Uh, in all of this, we want to get the, what we need met. We want our needs met. That's what we want. We don't want to see you fight to see who can win more seats. And and that's compelling to me. I, mm. I, I believe Canadians don't want us to be going back to the polls uh, every time there's a disagreement. So 
what we did is we forced the government to do a number of things. And these are things that would not have happened but for us. But don't get me wrong, I don't agree with the Liberal government on many things. There's times when we disagree. There's times when we have voted against them, despite the fact that we have this uh, document in place in exchange for making sure that there's not going to be an election every couple of months. You were on with it in the spring and you were quite critical of the grocery companies and uh, and and the prices they were charging us. We see inflation reports this week, Mr. Singh, and things have gone down in price. Home prices have gone down. Gas has dropped about 70 cents a liter. That's a good thing for people to get from A to B to get to their jobs, to take their families on a small vacation. Where we haven't seen a drop is exactly where you document at the grocery store. That's disappointing. Is there anything? anything government can do to alleviate this. Absolutely. And it's actually something I pointed out in question period that uh, the price of groceries have gone up uh, and some of the non-negotiables. These are kind of the the regular things, uh, fruits, uh, vegetables, everything that people need, not some of the luxury items, but the things that are the day-to-day, you know, the bread and butter, if I could use that pun, yeah. uh, people need. And those are things that have gone up. You know what else has gone up? The profits of these corporate grocery stores. And we see that uh, companies like Loblaws, companies like Sobeys are posting massive increases in their profit. We can look at year over year, 2020 to 2021, uh, Sobeys has seen over 20% increase in their net profit. And Loblaws has seen over 60% increase in their profits. I mean, that's a huge increase. So it's clear to me, and many other economists who've studied this, that if your profits are going up significantly, that means they're increasing their prices beyond the increased costs, because there's some justification that some costs have gone up, the cost of oil went up. So with that, some of the transportation costs might have gone up. But if you're making such a huge increase in profit, that can only be explained by increasing your prices beyond the increased costs. And so that to me is wrong. It's corporate greed. Uh, some of the CEOs from these grocery stores don't like that we're doing that. Yeah. Fact, it's the reality and it's hurting people. Yeah, too bad. It, it, there's a lot of industries that are probably charging more to get back on their feet for transit. That's a big thing. Public transit, public, tra- you know, co- municipalities aren't making big time dollars through transit. Uh, movie theaters aren't exactly thriving. Hotels are just getting back on their feet in certain areas. But we've all needed food for the last 30 months. We haven't gone to movies. We haven't gone traveling. We haven't gone on airplanes, but we all need to go to the grocery store and they know it. They know it. Yeah, exactly. That's something actually the way you framed it is really powerful because it hasn't changed. It's not like people ate less food. Uh, in fact, people ate more food because they couldn't go out to eat, you know, in those cases. So mm-hmm. people certainly re- relied on the grocery stores. And uh, and I'm, ta- I'm not talking the mom and pop shops. You know, they've done their best to, to keep things going. We're looking at the large corporate grocery chains and the fact that their profits are up significantly. Their CEOs are also seeing some increases in their in their wages. Uh, and they're huge salaries, but the workers haven't seen it. And certainly uh, people have been feeling squeezed because the cost of everything is going up when it comes to groceries. And it's something that we're saying the government has the power to go after what we're calling greedflation. You know, there is some inflation that happens because of things out of our mm-hmm. control. A war happens in Ukraine that's out of people's control. But when corporations look at this opportunity to try to jack up prices and make increased profits, that's where government should step up and say, hey, we're here to protect people from this type of exploitation. That's very much why we have governments to stand up against these type of things. Jagmeet Singh is joining us, uh, leader of the federal New Democrats. Um, you've been the leader of the NDP for a span of life in which there have been four different Conservative Party of Canada leaders. The fourth is Pierre Polyev now. I want to know how 
you'd evaluate him as a politician, how you'd evaluate him. He's someone who will challenge yourself and the prime minister for votes next time out. What changes with how you address, defend, attack against the Conservative Party with Pierre? Well, we we started off right away yesterday. We put out a, what people have called an attack ad. We put out uh, <laughs> some information around what people should know when when they're evaluating the positions that Pierre Polyev takes. Initially, uh, the Conservative Party was coming out against the, the GST rebate that we fought for. Again, that's something we've been calling for since early spring, repeated saying that people need more money in their pockets. Initially, uh, Pierre Polyev took the position of the big banks, which said that was wrong to do. Uh, we said it's the right thing. And now it looks like they're changing their position. We want to know that, you know, Pierre Polyev says he's going to vote against the dental plan, even though he's had a dental plan paid for by the public for about 18 years since his mid-20s. I think it's wrong for him to say people that don't have coverage, seniors in our country that don't have coverage, shouldn't get it while he's been having it paid for by you, by the public, for 18 years. And so I think these are important things for people to know. And I always say that New Democrats are focused on critiques that help us improve the quality of life of people. We often see from other parties critiques that are just based on attacking the other party because they're a different party. That's not what we do. We do with the goal of pointing out the differences so we can actually highlight policies that make life better for people. Last thing for you. Um, Queen Elizabeth II lived a remarkable life. She was the Queen of Canada. We have a King of Canada now. I'm sure a lot of people have asked you, what do we do with the monarchy in the long term? I think there's been some really spirited, well-educated, well-thought-out debates about whether it's tweaked, whether it's modified. There's some people in Canada that want a referendum on it. How do you view the conversations we need to have about it going forward after after 70 years of Queen Elizabeth? There's a lot of things that are more pressing for me right now, and, and I'm really feeling that you know from the Canadians, the people that I speak to, the, the concerns I'm hearing are around the cost of living, cost of groceries, housing prices. Uh, those are the main concerns that, that I'm focused on. But again, I'm open to the to discussion. If people want to talk about the future and what that holds, that's something that I think we can have as a nation. I do want to put, though, that uh, I did in, uh, indicate that Charles, that King Charles had um, mentioned in a speech previously his openness to dealing with things like the impact of the British Empire's rule on countries around the world, that, that colonialization has had negative impacts on people's culture, lives, uh, well-being, and that he wanted to acknowledge that. I think he's got a platform now as, as King Charles III to, to respond to that and to use his platform to address some of those things, including reconciliation in Canada, which he also mentioned. So uh, those are all really um, pertinent discussions for us to have as a nation. Yeah, I think it's a definitely a long, long game as opposed to a short game to see where it all goes. Thank you so much for your time today. I greatly appreciate you coming on. I know our listeners do as well. And uh, thank you very much again. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Jagmeet Singh, federal NDP leader, joining us on Toronto Today.